0: What should we do next? Something good? Something bad? A bit of both? Hello and welcome to episode 76 of Under the Call of MS. That's a little quote by Peter Quill, Star-Lord. I'm going to start out comics this week with Guardians of the Galaxy, number 0.1 of a weird numbering factory factor, but you can basically use it to give you the assumption that it's a whole new start for the whole Guardians. Another another rerun redo. This was back from 2012. Well, 2013. They started this one up. Writer Brian Michael Bendis penciler steve mcniven uh gives you a start where the whole start of the whole beginning or ego of the living planet crashes on earth meets peter's ma. you get the whole rundown of the beginning of well not the beginning of peter's life but peter's life at that time as a young kid, being dealing with bullies and all that other stuff. And his mom raising him, trying to get him as, through life as best as can be with without knowing his father or understanding where his father is or who he is or where he came from or what. Mom just hides all that from him and goes through life dealing with things, and then some aliens come to Earth and basically attack the Quill family. Takes out Peter's mom. That's around the point where he finds out what's going on his dad when he was there left his pistol which only registers to his uh, I don't know if it's fingerprint oriented or just genetics oriented or what but it'll only work for him so throughout all the Action and adventure and the things going on. Peter comes across his pistol and basically starts him out as his life as Star Lord, and he gets to learn some things. And because everything that happens, has to spend years going through foster homes and all that. But this is a very nicely done, very well laid out reimagining, restart to the whole Star-Lord chapters and I'm definitely looking forward to keep checking that out, see where else it goes because you gotta like the whole Guardians thing because of course you got two of the favorite characters Rocket and Groot which we have Rocket, Raccoon and Groot number one one is done in 2016. We're a little bit later on in the thing. I'm just going to give you some of the beginning story here. Rocket Raccoon talking to some kids sitting around a, some different alien kids sitting around a campfire. And Rocket says, Listen up. eight months since that crazy thing happened, you know, that thing that was secret and kind of warlike. Anyways, me and my buddy Groot here may have kind of disappeared, but don't get too worried. Our names are on the cover. How bad could things be? Uh, Basically, this is... Rockets basically like a, well Rocket and Groot are basically considered dead is the thing that's going on here you got the whole new start, uh, Guardians group it starts out with them and you got the female Star Lord that's taking over while Peter Quill's off doing his thing Got yeah, a couple new characters in here, some familiar faces in here. But they basically accept that Rocky and Groot are dead, have a little funeral for them. And then we go on to see that Rocky and Groot are still alive. And we come across uh, two characters that are kind of like a parody character of Rocketing Group. He got Pocket the Talking Squirrel and his partner Shrub. It's, uh, I mean, I can't really call him Pocket a squirrel. He looks more more like a mouse character, but he is a pretty big mouse, so I guess they might have based him off of I have a squirrel, but I don't see, like, a squirrel tail or anything. He's got the rat tail, so. See, it's more like a rat character, not a squirrel character. And Shrub's basically what his name is. He looks like a, uh, just a bush with arms and legs. But, yeah, they go on. They're dealing with things, and I believe I've. Talked about this one before, but it gets into where Rocket got Groot all imprisoned and stuff, and Groot's all t- tattooed up with all kinds of things and incantations and whatever carved into his body. But, uh, yeah, this is a, another fun. Reimagining where the group will go, what's going on with them, all that stuff. And then we got... uh, Star-Lord. Number one. By Marvel. Now, comics. It's done in 2017. And it's Peter Quill is the half-alien, half-human son of a former king of Spartax and Meredith Quill of Earth. Armed with his element guns and alien helmet, Quill has spent much of his life roaming the cosmos in search of adventure as a part-time Guardian of the Galaxy and a full-time gunslinger. After a storied run as the leader of the Guardians of the Galaxy, a team of renegades who protect the entire galaxy from threats you couldn't imagine. Peter Quill has hit a rough rough patch or a several sequential rough patches. His engagement to then teammate Kitty Pride, who basically takes over the Star-Lord position for a while, dissolved. His stint as ruler of Spartax, his father's home planet, went up in smoke, and then the Guardian ship and their friendship imploded. Now he's stuck on his mother's home planet. Earth. See, Star-Lord, stuck on Earth, not really able to do much, basically becomes a drunk and Finding his home, just going crazy, wants to get back to his old life. Uh, comes across some different people. You have some familiar faces in here. Like Howard the Duck makes an appearance. Uh, old Man Logan's in here, which he's from a different dimension, so it's. Interdimensional crossovers going on. It's fun how you see when Peter goes out. You can see that he's all angry and everything, and he's trying to find out some information, get someone to hang out with him. He's going crazy, and old man Logan just happens to hook up with him later on, and this episode and they end up, getting uh, drunk at a bar, having a good time, just getting just two, two guys bored out of their mind, having a few drinks, talking about old times, trying to get to know each other a little bit better. Of course, someone has to come and Interrupt the party and cause some issues. Yeah, this is an interesting interesting runoff of the Guardians again. I'm kind of curious where this is all going to go and stuff. I like that they had Old Man Logan in there. Of course, it's nice to see. Or the Duck at anything. One last comic I'm going to throw in here was scooby apocalypse uh this one all well, for starters i bought bought this one because of the they had a coloring book cover i was very surprised very happy with that i didn't realize that i don't know if they all do it but i didn't realize that coloring book covers would also have the normal cover underneath So you can actually peel it off, do it, and not have to worry about your ruining your your collection by ripping the cover off or anything like that, or just ruining the cover, or you can just leave it on. It's nice because you got three, if you leave it on, you got the back side's blank, the back page, front and back of the back page is blank, so you could always have an artist do some extra drawing on it if you go to any like signature things you can do some of your own drawings on it if you want yeah i like how they did that with the cover uh this one it published in may of 2016 it reimagines the characters from scooby from the scooby-doo franchise uh particularly the 1969 TV series, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? But it sets them in a post-apocalyptic world. It's weird, but interesting. Uh, All the characters, the only ones that really know each other are uh, Scooby and Shaggy, They sit there and are hooked up through a scientific lab that's run by a few scientists, including Velma. And then uh, you also get uh, Fred and uh, Daphne are... Already know each other and have their own little thing going on, but throughout the comic they all cross over and group up. I so hopefully we won't have too many pounds here. The heater kicked in, so hopefully I can talk above it and it won't ruin this podcast too much. But uh, yeah, it's a weird but interesting reimagining. I mean, Bella's basically, or Daphne, yeah. Uh, and the scientists basically are doing a smart dog thing where they're taking dogs and trying to give them these uh, AI units and stuff to make them give them the ability to talk and do all that. And Scooby's like the first dog they use, and Of course, Scooby has some issues, and so he's, like, the weaker dog that the other dogs kind of, like, abuse and pick on, but in the long run, he is actually, it seems like he's probably smarter than the other dogs, but him and Shaggy got along from the beginning, and they are gonna eliminate Scooby, or just, they weren't happy with Scooby's efforts, but Diggy stuck around and is basically the dog trainer because he can work with any dog any animals and stuff because he's got that mentality. He's basically in their realm and can get along with them well and work with them without having issues that other characters would, and he's actually got a heart and wouldn't be abusive and destroy the animals like some other characters may but basically some things happen and the team starts forming together and they had their issues getting the bond- during the bonding process and Shaggy and Scooby go through some things with the scientist and not the other dogs it's I don't want to give it away but it is a very interesting look at how they did it I like how they started out with the group not knowing each other, just starting to get to know each other. So it's a whole new thing instead of taking it from the point that they were together for how many years and then all of a sudden things changed and stuff started happening around the world. But yeah, it's interesting what's going to happen. I'm interested in knowing what's going to happen throughout this, what's going to cause the apocalypse what we're going to be dealing with. Is it going to be zombies? Is it going to be warfare? Is it going to be chemical? I don't know. But hopefully it'll continue to be an interesting story and be fun to check out. I will keep up with it. I'll keep you guys informed as we go along and see what we come across. But, but yeah. It's, let's look at... Some Things you need to know to take control of your multiple sclerosis, things that can help you understand it if you're newer to it, if you're just diagnosed, or if you're trying to figure out if you do have it or whatever, or you want to know more about stuff for someone else, possible causes of MS is in a auto in an Autoimmune disease, like multiple sclerosis, activated immune cells invade the central nervous system and cause inflammation, neurodegeneration, and tissue damage. The immune system turns on the body instead of protecting it. Basically, our immune system's eating away the protective barrier that's around all our nerves in our brain that control all our body movements, body feelings, body issues, a lot of those things, and that's why we have so many problems because our nerve nerves are being opened up into the open and they're damaged and they can't send signals the way they used to. And that's why our body does things that we just don't understand when we have this wonderful disease called MS. While the origins of MS are still murky, experts now have a clearer sense of what triggers the attacks. Normally, the brain is mostly impenetrable to immune cells, but with MS, they gain entry into the central nervous system and attack the myelin sheath. Myelin is is an insulating material that covers the nerves of the brain, spinal cord, and optic nerve, detecting and enabling them to conduct electrical and chemical impulses smoothly and effectively. Once immune cells attack the myelin, they may leave sections of the nerve exposed, like a frayed wire, or even damage the nerve fiber, the axon itself, which interferes with or blocks electrical transmission. The range of symptoms this can cause include fatigue, the most commonly reported symptom, numbness and tingling, vision disturbances, impaired balance, muscle weakness and tightness, also known as spasticity, sexual dysfunction, bladder problems, cognitive changes, and mood disorders such as depression and anxiety. Delays and misdiagnosis are common with MS because there is no definitive test for it and because many other conditions can mimic the clinical and MRI findings. Typically patients experiencing symptoms will undergo a neurological exam and have an MRI of the brain and spinal cord With gadolinium, a substance that helps identify active inflammation. I basically call it radioactive goo. Basically lights up our insides so you can see where everything's flowing. Doctors look for white spots or lesions on the brain and in the spinal cord. These spots represent nerve damage resulting from a combination of swelling, inflammation, demyelination, and damage to the nerve axon itself. Other conditions can cause symptoms similar to MS, such as numbness and weakness, including fibromyalgia, migraine, some infections, other inflammatory conditions, and even psychological conditions. And I've no, they're also, Lyme disease is a big thing out there. Many of us have heard of lumbar puncture to help confirm the diagnosis, basically a spinal tap. Uh, won't show evidence of the disease in their cerebrospinal fluid. Uh, there are certain symptoms that are very suggestive of MS a tingling up and down the spine when putting your chin to your chest, known as the hermite's sign, or eye pain, followed by vision loss. For MS, the number of approved medications has increased to almost 20. Although they can't cure the disease, the drugs alter the course of it and reduce the number of future attacks, leading to less disability over time. All MS medications work by altering the immune system in some way so it doesn't turn on the body and damage myelin and nerves. With so many options deciding on which one requires a long conversation between a doctor and a patient. Personal preference comes into play too. Some therapies are taken orally, others are infused intravenously, and some are injected. Regardless of the preference, the important point is to start therapy as soon as possible. When determining treatment, neurologists consider one of two approaches. Early aggressive or gradually escalating in the first. In the first, doctors start with one of the more potent drugs to minimize the number of attacks immediately and reduce the chances of progression and disability later in life. Some of these newer drugs may be riskier and come with an increased chance of infection. In the second approach, doctors start with one of the older and more tested, but perhaps less potent medications. If those don't minimize attacks, patients might switch to something more potent. Physical activity has been shown to have beneficial effects on symptoms and function and it may improve immune dysfunction as well working up to a minimum of 150 minutes of exercise and or physical activity per week ideally a mix of aerobic resistance and skill-based neuromotor activities like dance or tai chi or yoga stuff like that that involve a combination of gait Balance, agility, hand eye coordination. You now, guagon's good. Uh, stretching too is especially crucial and can help alleviate muscle spasms. Stretch every day, twice a day for at least 10 minutes for painful or uncontrollable stiffness or spasms. Uh, can help muscle relaxants, can help. Overheating is another concern, as it can trigger symptoms. Uh, be sure to have ice water handy, or even wear a cooling collar, a flexible ice pack that attaches with Velcro. If the weather is especially warm. For fatigue, MS specialists recommend exercise, caffeine, and power naps, and say a consult. Consultation with a rehabilitation healthcare care professional for energy conservation strategies can be helpful. They also suggest ruling out thyroid problems, other medical conditions that could cause fatigue, and sleep disorders. In fact, sleep disorders are more common in people with MS than the general population, limiting refined carbohydrates, which can spike blood sugar and lead to energy crash. Is also recommended. Specific medications can help with fatigue, and other drugs can treat energy draining symptoms such as muscle weakness and spasticity, depression, pain, sexual dysfunction, insomnia, and bladder or bowel dysfunction. Though many come with side effects of their own, which is always fun. Uh, Not enough evidence exists. To prove that diet can ease symptoms, but a healthy diet can improve or prevent other coexisting conditions such as diabetes, hypertension, or hardening hardening of the arteries, which leads to poor neurological outcomes in people with MS, avoiding processed foods and saturated fats and eating plenty of fruits and vegetables, It's also important to get enough vitamin D. Low vitamin D levels may affect the onset of MS and its progression. Evidence strongly suggests that smoking is a risk factor for both getting MS and promoting disease progression. So quit smoking. 50% of people with MS experience depression and 30% report anxiety. Experts recommend Psychotherapy and if necessary medication, depression and anxiety can worsen, symptoms like fatigue and cognitive problems, Uh, meditation's great, Uh, just focusing on you and not stressing on other things, keep away from stress and all that, but yeah disease but we gotta deal with it how we can this time of year people want to get out of winter do some traveling if they're able to it's kind of hard now to travel with the COVID situation but if you're disabled and you do want to do some traveling and stuff like that a great website to check out is Accessiblego.com backwards slash home uh, gives you travel, smart travel tips for anybody with accessibility issues. You can find new ways to travel with your disabilities. You get, you get travel inspiration, hotel accessibility, resource directories, accessibility reviews, community reforms. They got programs where you can talk to other community members and stuff like that find out where their best places are were where they had the best things to get to and where they found things that helped them out to get around different cities that they haven't been into and countries check that out and then as far as the new year's with exercise well, we'll get to that a little bit later We're running out of time. We can talk about that another time. Yeah, take care of yourself. Get ready for the new year. Hope everybody has a great holiday season. And we will talk to you soon. Take care.